Welcome to episode 276 of The Digital Life, a show about our insights into the future of innovation, design, and technology. I'm your host, John Follett, and with me is founder and co-host, Dirk Neumeyer. Greetings, listeners. Our special guest this week is Pam Pedersen, principal of Innovation's Early College High School in Salt Lake City, Utah. Pam, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, John and Dirk. So we're going to talk a little bit today with Pam about all the wonderful new ways of learning and uh, methodologies that they're practicing over at Innovation's Early College High School uh, in Salt Lake. And uh, to do that, I believe that Dirk has a list of questions for Pam that we're going to dig into right now. Dirk? Yeah, so Pam, it's, it's wonderful to have you on. Thank you so much for being here. You know, for starters, take us through what, what does a school day look like for a typical student at Innovations Early College High School? Well, uh, a typical day is is pretty flexible. You know, our school is based on a flex model of blended learning. Students have an opportunity to arrive at fairly flexible times. They have time with their mentor teacher in some various classrooms here at school. Many students go to... Um, concurrent enrollment college classes. And so they're kind of coming and going with their college schedule and they're working on other high school requirements through the day. You mentioned flexibility a couple of times, flexible time. And, and you know, I growing up, uh, I'm in my 40s. And so I grew up in a Ferris Bueller's day off world where, you know, bells ring and you better be where you need to be. What does that flexibility look like? I mean, are, are students able to come in at one in the afternoon, for example? Uh, how, how flexible is this? Well, there is some limit to the flexibility. Students are are supposed to be at school six and a half hours a day, but when that kind of starts and ends is probably where the flexibility is. Mm. But again, some students we don't see very often because they're full-time college students, even though they're still in high school. So, um, and the flexibility of where they're working and the things they're working on, uh, because they don't have bells, is probably what is more noticeable to people coming in. I see. And, and, and students are in college classes as well. What grade does this start in? Is your ninth grade or 12th grade? What's, where do we start? Um, our school is 9 through 12. And students, some students start concurrent enrollment college classes second semester of their sophomore year. But we really are expecting students in general to start their 11th grade year if they're on that track. I see. And how about for teachers? What does the teacher experience look like? Um, our teachers have an incredible opportunity. They mentor students from ninth grade through graduation. They get to be kind of part of the family and they kind of oversee a whole educational and sometimes emotional experience for students and really, really impact their lives in a positive way. And so how would, how would this be similar or different to a typical Teacher, I mean, I can just tell in the language that it's radically different. But of course, you know, again, the typical model that I'm familiar with, a teacher is has their own room and then a bell will ring and a group of students will come in, you know, 20 plus usually. And then the bell will ring again, the, the students will leave and then a whole other group will come in. What, what is it like for your teachers? Well, I mean, we, we have a little bit more, we have flexibility, but also a little more structure this year where teachers do see their mentee students in the morning in general and spend time having meetings with them, creating educational plans, checking on the students' progress through those plans. They do have curriculum that they're in charge of. I mean, they're a language arts teacher or a reading teacher or a science teacher. But instead of saying, I teach science, 
they say, I have mentee students that I help through high school. Mm. It's a very different mindset. I see. So it's almost more like a, a university professor conducting perpetual office hours in a certain way. Is that metaphor fair? They do have a lot of office hours and they would say they don't have enough time for their office hours, really. And then they do have a little more structured periods, especially math this year, where students are asked to go through math in a little more traditional way so that they absolutely get the concepts and can show how smart they are in really important ways like on the ACT. I see. Now, how how will innovations better prepare students for their life ahead compared to a more traditional program? Well, in our system, in our uh, blended learning or flex model system, with the exposure to college classes really early on and with exposure to our Canvas system, which is kind of the, the way that professors and students talk to each other and get lessons back and forth and turn things in, all of our universities and colleges, mostly in Utah, use Canvas and our students learn that as well while they're in high school. So that's really helpful. Also, I think being self-directed and learning how to say, boy, I need to get these 10 things done today and how should I do it? They learn that really well here at Innovation. So I think to be a college student or to be an adult, they're much more ready and prepared. Interesting. And, and what is the philosophy or principles upon which your approach is based? Well, I mentioned the blended learning, which means there's a lot of different kinds of learning that can happen. Mm. And the flex part of that means that students have some say in the time, space, pace, and place that they're doing their learning. And that's time, very, space, very pace, time, space, place, time, space, pace, pace and, and place. place. It's, a, yeah. it's a mouthful to say, but it's, you've got it down though, Pam, you've got it down. <laughs> well, parents and students are very verbal and very outspoken about making sure those four tenants are are kept in place and that students are able to to take advantage of those things. It sounds like a lot of what's being done is structural, but we're, you know, our show focuses a lot on technology. And I'm curious, what is the role of technology in in the school, in your process? Are there specific technologies that help to make what you're doing possible? Just what, what are sort of the hows and whys? Well, we have a ton a ton, a ton of computers. That sounds not very professional, but <laughs> we have we have full classrooms of laptops and desktop computers in every room. We have projectors in every room. Students have the ability to use a lot of other technology online that helps them to reach their goals. And pretty well, kids are all walking around all day with um, with their own laptops or school laptops. We have a really um, high-speed internet connection, and we have really good wireless. So kids are just spoiled. They just go all around our space and even outside of our space and get their work done. Yeah, you mentioned the kids with laptops. Is Innovations a public or a private school? We are a choice school in Utah, which is it has a lot of similarities to a charter school. So we are part of our school district, but as a choice school, we have some differences in funding, and we actually probably have more computers than a lot of other schools do as well. That's interesting. Uh, are there any technologies that you've heard about or you imagine could be in the future, if you could dream them up, uh, that you think would have a significant impact on innovations in the future, on sort of the learning process in the future? You know, this this may sound dumb, but the whole 3D uh, putting a headset on your head and being somewhere else, mm -hmm. I, I thought that if in some ways, especially with history and 
in a lot of subjects, even looking at like molecular models and things, that if kids could be in a space and explore spaces or explore those molecular models, that when they're learning about those things in other ways, that they would have a more powerful understanding of what it was. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh yeah, amen. I, I love that vision. That that's that's smart, and I love the immersive nature of what you have in mind there. The whole I gotta say this too. The whole Star Trek thing of let's uh, project something even in the air right in front of you, and use your hands to to move the model and to make it larger or smaller, or to to explore something right there is I think would be incredible. I'm looking forward to that. Your innovations. Oh, amen. Me too. <laughs> that sounds great. That's not just for the kids. That's for the big kid over here as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Here too. <laughs> so how do you see the school and its curriculum evolving, you know, in the years or even in the decades ahead? Well, even from what I can see us doing now, we're trying to fine tune how students learn different things. Um, there are some, I had a parent meeting last night and described to parents that if you're learning reading and writing, it's kind of a circular repeating thing. You can kind of go back and forth into it and you can leave it for a while and come back and say, yeah, that novel or this character or this essay. And, and it's okay to take some time off. So the learning there is very different. Mm -hmm. um, I think with math, math and science, it's hard to take time off from math and not learn a lot of math in a very sequential focused way. So I think we're going to get better about learning how to teach different things and to teach different students that need it in a different way so that everyone stays on top of things and can graduate on time and can reach their fullest potential. So more, more customized to the individual. Yes. Nice. You know, for, for other schools who who are, who are hearing about this or who we could just connect the information to, uh, you know, who want to better serve their students and communities, what are some simple or achievable things they can take from what you're doing and implement? And particularly without a large capital expense or, or something like school board approval, um, you know, how, how can innovations help rise the tide for everyone? Well, schools have gotten much better at having big computer labs and, and more technology and the ability... Uh, for teachers to understand it and be able to help students learn in different ways. And I think to have a school within a school, which is kind of an old, that idea has been around for a long time, but to use school within a school, not maybe for kids who are having trouble, but for kids who need to go faster and who are ready to just soar off into like college and be our leaders of tomorrow. We have the ability already in our schools and we have the space, we have the people, and we obviously have the kids who make that possible, where kids can do more, more quickly and in a different way. It's not hard. Are, are there any specific, um, you know, particularly for public school systems and maybe ones that don't have good funding, are, are there any specific, even small, concrete steps that you can recommend? I think as a teacher, if I saw a kid, and I would, you know, if I was a teacher right now, if I saw a kid who was really interested, really excited, I would probably approach that one kid and say, hey, let's design a way for you to get through this whole year of curriculum as fast as you want. We're going to design some independent study projects. I'm going to give you some things to read. I'm going to give you websites to explore. And we're going to meet once a week 
and you're going to tell me what you've learned and you're going to get through this and have your whole credit done. That's easy. We can do that. Absolutely. That's, that's great advice. You know, Pam, I'm really inspired by, by what you're doing and you know, the future are living in a world that is one that we want to live in and are, are proud of and is, is safe and, and wonderful depends on education and learning. And, and I, I just really admire the, your the efforts that you, the team of innovations and, and frankly, teachers everywhere are putting in to educate our, our next generation. So thank you so much, not only for being on the show, but for being part of the process of making for a better future. You are so very welcome. It's, it's a pleasure to serve our community in this way. It is. Listeners, remember that while you're listening to the show, you can follow along with all the things that we're mentioning here in real time. Just head over to thedigitallife.com, that's just one L in the digital life, and go to the page for this episode. We've included links to pretty much everything mentioned by everyone, so it's a rich information resource to take advantage of while you're listening, or afterward if you're trying to remember something that you liked. You can find The Digital Life on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Player FM, and Google Play. And if you'd like to follow us outside of the show, you can follow me on Twitter at John Follett. That's J-O-N-F-O-L-L-E-T-T. And of course, the whole show is brought to you by GoInvo, a studio designing the future of healthcare and emerging technologies, which you can check out at GoInvo.com. That's G-O-I-N-V-O.com. Dirk? You can follow me on Twitter at DNemeyer. That's at D-K-N-E-M-E-Y-E-R. And thanks so much for listening. Pam, how can our listeners find out more about innovations and get in touch with you? On Facebook, if you search Innovations High School Salt Lake City, you'll get our website. And I'm hoping we'll be able to link this podcast onto there when it's done. And our website is innovationshigh.org. And we're working on the website, you know, Technology isn't instant over here, but we're, we're getting a better <laughs> website and it'll be great to check in with us there. Excellent. So that's it for episode 276 of The Digital Life. For Dirk Niemeyer, I'm John Follett, and we'll see you next time. 